ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I know y'all lost y'all blue chick this week. Damn shame what they did to that chick. Oh, well, hopefully you can make some more checks if you get out and hustle and do right and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Welcome back to another episode of the Governing Podcast. Your checks and balances is social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. My name is Shogun. My name is Cole Jackson. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. I like that. My name is Cole Jackson. Welcome to the party. What's happening with y'all? <laughs> There was, there was a blue check, man. We, they were disappearing blue checks this week. Well, that's why we don't know who you are because you unverified. You might be me. I, how can we tell? I don't even know anymore. Where am hey, I supposed to get my news from? TV. <laughs> you see how trustworthy that is. You're supposed to get your news from the one and only podcast that tells you the truth. Gummy name podcast. <laughs> Oh man, the assholes are back. Welcome back, guys. Yes, sir. I like that beat. That was dope. Welcome back to another episode oh, yeah. of the Name Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. I, I was trying to chill out for a little bit this yeah. week, man. This yeah. week, so you know, right. I just made some. some man, cool your hair shit. is growing, My bro. My fucking locks are all. Up. What's up? Your hair is growing, dog. It's, it's amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, for Why somebody who's who's hair challenged, you know, I, I see the growth and I'm like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> it must be the diet. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, it'll be two years in October. Dang, you know how long it's been <laughs> since I've been to a barbershop? <laughs> it'll be five <laughs> years in October. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, no, man. yeah. To, to, actually, before we get going, I'm gonna say this real quick. Uh, the last time I went to the barbershop was to get shaped up for first wedding. For real? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that name. Bleep that I out. I got you. For, uh, yeah. For Beast's first wedding. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, how you been, man? It's a new week. New you. Man. Um, I have been off for a few days. Oh. Uh, What's that like? Hey, man. I... I, I leave one job to work on another one to, to get out of the first one. So, um, <laughs> it's been all right, man. It's been cool. I, oh, jobs. Hmm? I just said, oh, jobs. <laughs> now we got jobs. Things the way they supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> now we got jobs. Things the way they supposed to be. Things supposed to be. Hey, man, that was a great that show. That was the best. R.I.P. Pops. Didn't even get a good ending. Well, they didn't even let that show end like they were supposed to. You you know what I watched the other day? Uh, somehow, Pops, John Witherspoon, got into my algorithm. And I promise you, I'll let you tell your story. But uh, it shows Sean Williams telling his story in his like part of the funeral. Mm-hmm. And, man, that jump was amazing. Just seeing him give him a, that good old send-off. If you ever get some time, watch that on oh, no. YouTube. I watched it live. I I, I okay. watch pops funeral. Yeah, I was. Um, that was that's the way to go. It was sad, man. I couldn't believe he was dead. Very. Yesterday, hey man. Um, yeah, but this week was it's been pretty chill. Been working on some website stuff, but normal. I I had a date okay. night with my woman. Um, uh, last hey, night. Hey, how was that? I don't know if you've done this What'd or not, do? Shogun. We went to oh, a, try we me. went to a rage room. 
a rage room. Yes, and it was amazing. So I've done a lot of things in my day. That is one thing I have not done. Do it. Now, there's a lot of questions I have that goes with this. Let's bring them on. Does she have a lot of rage pent up inside? Oh, no. Well, we both, you know, you know, work, life just stresses you out sometimes. So right. my initial thing that I was trying to do was go get some a couple's massage. Like, I thought that would be dope. And you give her the massage. Don't let some other nigga do it. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not licensed. Uh, but um, Shit. I uh, figure that we I couldn't find a place uh, uh, a spot that'll be open after after she got off of work. And then the ones that were looked mm. shady, like they looked like they were sex trafficking like a motherfucker. So oh yeah, <laughs> so a couple of them got busted in Birmingham. I'm, I'm, some of the areas, some of them places are. I can imagine. So I was like, well, what's a, what's, I said, what's a stress reliever? And I was like, well, shit, <laughs> you know, a rage room. I was like, a rage room don't seem too bad. Uh, I've never done it before. She's never done it before. It was a new experience for both of us. That's crazy. We went, man, that shit was fire. Best experience. One of the best experiences. She was, she was satisfied. She was like, this was amazing. She was like, yeah, I, this is I, I, you thinking outside of the box, bro. And I love this. That's why I'm so excited about this. I really want to ask questions, but I can't shut up. Keep <laughs> no, ask questions. Ask questions about the rage room. What did you break? Like, explain how does oh, the rage room nigga. work? Okay. So I book, you get to book a room, book the room. Okay. You have uh, a lot of different options. Um, I booked the room, got us some extra stuff to break. Uh, it was like an extra 10 bucks to, to, to have extra stuff to break for 30 minutes. So you get there and you check in and the dude says, go through, uh, go through the door, go through the door. Mm-hmm. And it's another guy there. He's like, Hey, put this project, protect, protective jacket on goggles. Um, you could put on, she got to put on like a, uh, they had like a, a paintball mask. Very protective. Yeah. Put that on. She, he yes. was like, if you guys, if your ankles weren't covered, you had to put on pants. She just put on some extra pants anyway. Um, all that shit. So we put all that stuff on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can you have open toe shoes and do this? No, you have to. If they provide okay. boots, if you if you have open toe shoes, there you have to put on gloves. Yeah. All that shit. So they cover their bases with that. Bet. So we sit there Keep and your wait. PPE PPE on. What's that? Your personal protection. Yeah, you gotta have that. Yeah. So we sit down. We wait, and they was like, "All right, your room's ready. Go in." The guy's like, "All right." Cool. All you gotta, he said, here's y'all stuff. He was like, you you get tables full of stuff, like all kinds of breakables, like plates, crock pot shit, uh, baby seats, uh, baby like seats. it's extra. <laughs> like if you want to do TVs and shit, that's extra. Baby, but wow. wait, TVs are extra. Yeah, like it's like the the bigger the type of stuff you want, it's it's gonna cost more. Okay. So. We had a plate full of, we had a boat, we had just tables full of shit that we could just break. And, just, nice. and he was like, the, he was like, uh, the Bluetooth is this, and whatever music y'all want to play, y'all can play in there. And You can play your man, own we music? Man, we were doing early 2000s club music. Like, we were playing Knuck If You yeah. Bucking. <laughs> Knuck If You Bucking. Yeah. Bone Crusher and all kinds of shit up in there. Yeah. So, hey, man. they said. Rage Against the Machine, something like so that. So, the dude was like, all right. He's like, if you, he said, if you want to take a break or take off anything, like your goggles or whatever, step outside. And then you can take a break mm-hmm. and come back in. 
So you look to the side, the one we went to in Birmingham, look to the side, and it was just a wall full of shit. It was a hammer. It was a mallet. Nice. It was a pipe. It was a, uh, <laughs> it was some other hammer looking shit. They just want a baseball bat. They, That's I, all I don't need. think they can do those. So I got they can't do baseball. I got bat? the pipe. I got a pipe, and she got a mallet. And this nigga is final fight <laughs> from 1995. <laughs> so as soon as he closed that door, the first song we played was "Nuck If You Buck," and we just went crazy. <laughs> Picked up. I would have stopped and rap. So yeah, we was we was, we was taking breaks, rapping and shit. But so glad wine wine bottles, all that shit. So you can throw it against oh, the wall. Man. You can yes. you can throw it up and hit it like a baseball. Whatever. Oh my god! Throw it on the floor like this is the best bonding exercise I've ever heard. Man, of. I gotta do. I this killed now. that baby seat. He was like, I don't know about that baby. You killed the he baby. Said, seat. I don't know about that baby seat guy. He's like, that baby seat, man, it, sometimes it's tough. I said, it ain't tough enough, tougher hey, than me. Not for me. I've been in the gym. <laughs> I took that pipe and I went crazy on that motherfucker. Pause. <laughs> but Hey, it's, nah, no, I'm paused there. You, <laughs> but, uh, we want to go. She was just playing, like, baseball with that. She had that mallet. She throwing fucking yeah. cups up and killing and breaking that shit. And I was like, fuck this shit. Picked up some places, just threw them at the fucking wall and broke that shit. Um, yeah, uh, it's just all. It's, it's just, but uh, it was a fucking <laughs> coffee maker in that bitch. I just picked that bitch up and hit it. I was, why the why not? Decal <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, man. Like they just yeah. had shit or like we shit on the floor that we could just like smash. It was it was and kick it. Well, they advise you not to do that because there's so much is like glass in there. Nah, I wear my steel toe boots. I'm going in there to crush and, um, them. But. Phew, Man, we we came out there bit tired as fuck. Cause I was like, let's do this and then we'll go out to eat. Right. So I wanted to I wanted I was just excited to see what it was gonna be like. Man, yeah. If you have an opportunity to do it, I'm definitely do doing it. that. That's our next date night. Cause if you have some pent up frustration of your job getting on your nerves or all that shit. Yes. Music plus just being able to just be in a room and I was I just put my pipe down and just started throwing shit at the fucking wall. I was like, man, <laughs> fuck this bullshit, nigga. I want to. I wish they would mic up that room because I just want to hear what y'all are saying as you're destroying shit, stuff, nigga. We was tired because we was sitting up here. I know she had got to a point where she had just found her little corner and she just started smashing everything on the fucking ground. I said <laughs> she went by stuff yeah. and just started. And then um. <laughs> It's amazing. It's just a, it's a, it's a, you just feel free in that motherfucking head. Man, I yeah. picked that pipe up again, went, went, go, went crazy on that fucking baby seat again. I was, I was. <laughs> Why the baby seat? Because he said it was tough. What do you have against to the baby seat? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we protect yeah, our kids. The baby this is seat. how you protect our children. With this With a pipe to the baby yeah, seat. I killed that yeah, shit. I Broke that you. shit in half. <laughs> no seat belts here. It ain't safe. Yeah. So we came out there, motherfucker. We we sat down and I was like, "How you feel?" She was like, "Better." <laughs> she said, nice. She said, That's amazing. She was like, "I feel so much better." And I was like, "Good." Relieved. Yeah, I gotta do this, man. man. I gotta do this. Completely worth your. And some people would say thirty minutes ain't shit. Thirty minutes is more than enough time. Those people have never been in a fight. Right. Right. 30 minutes is a long time. Right. Six minutes is a long time. Hell in the cell. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, nah, bro. 30 minutes was more than enough. We came out that motherfucker sweating. Mm. But, yeah, man, they cover all their bases. They let you know. Like, you have to sign waivers before you even get there. Like, 
You have to do your. You yeah. have to um, do it. Do your waivers um, virtually and send it before you get there and stuff like that. But great experience. I would advise anybody to to go to a rage room, especially if you if your job and your nine to five been stressing you out and you just want to. If you can't punch the nigga at, at the work, you can punch that nigga in the rage room. <laughs> oh, they had them. You can pick those off nah. the table. That's nice. All right, yeah, I, I definitely got to do it. The only <laughs> the only thing I wish I would have did, I should have just paid the money and got the TVs. Cause yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I want to take a mallet to the center of a TV, one of them big back tube TVs. No, nah, they got flat screens up in that bitch. Oh, that ain't satisfying. <laughs> I want a tube TV. I want to see the sides of it break off. <laughs> That and like they have another version of it too, where you can do the cosmic one, where they dip everything in like paint, and you can do black light. It'll be dark and it'll be black light stuff. So yeah, that's a little artistic. I want to destroy yeah, stuff. I feel that. I want to Thanos that whole room. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's worth it. Um, we both came out of that motherfucker satisfied and happy, and. When did, at eight, good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where did y'all go after that? Oh, we went to go get some Mexican food from Rando. So y'all sitting down peacefully, like, huh, yeah, we was just like, Shh. these people don't understand how quick I could just turn this place inside right, out. Right, right. I would never turn this, tuck this, tuck this table over, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> let let the wrong music come on. It's like, I mean, where that pipe at? When in Rome, yeah. <laughs> I man, I seen that pipe. I got excited. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna destroy some shit." I'll be honest too. It felt good to like throw up a damn glass, uh, like a like a wine bottle, and just like throwing shit up and hitting it. This is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not having to worry about where it goes because I don't have to clean this right. up. Yeah. Right. No, I man, I got to do this. This is amazing. And you know, I'm I try to be creative with my dates, but I haven't thought of that one. Yeah, man. Like we both have just been really stressed, yeah, stressed out with work and dumb, yeah, dumb yeah. shit. So I yeah. was like, shit. But yeah, we did that. What else interesting happened? Nothing else really interesting happened this week, man. Like I just been off and just uh, just been doing shit for the website and stuff like that. But that that rage room. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. at, man. You you wanna you wanna right. fucking you want some you wanna get out your frustration or you tired of these motherfuckers talking shit, you get up in that bitch, play some <laughs> bone crusher, some fucking Pastor Troy yeah. or whatever the fuck you wanna play that yeah. bit. Vice versa, man. Come on. <sighs> Worth it. That that's that'll be my song right there. Worth it. And and yeah. They have another part two or two like they do three different things like they do that they do axe throwing and they do a paint a mm-hmm. paint room where you can just take a Splash super yeah super circle of paint and just paint everything and shit so yeah that's kind of cool I, i've done the axe throwing it's been a while so i probably should do that again but i definitely want to do the rage room that's a good idea yeah man go up in there bitch so. and go fucking crazy and <laughs> destroy whatever the fuck you want to and pay the extra for the for more shit to break i i guarantee you i think whatever they give you is not enough if you pay extra, <laughs> you ran out of stuff i mean by the time we got to the end of that 30 minutes we had went through everything that was on those tables nice 
So give me the teacups. Give me the teacups. Yeah, it was ashtrays, teacups. It's like they go. It's like they go to thrift stores and just get whatever kind of glassware they could and just be like, right here you go. So it's worth it, man. Oh, ain't you Obama? (laughs) Throw something against the wall. And to be honest, shout out to the to the staff there, man. Very professional. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. made sure that we were safe. Made sure we had the shit on that we were supposed to have on. Because, you know, sometimes you go to these places, man, they just be like, well, you signed a waiver, so whatever. Nah, them niggas was like, right, right. we're going to make sure that y'all got y'all protective gear on and your goggles and your face masks and all this other shit. And he was just like, man, he was like, look, if you guys got to step out, please just stop and step outside of the room for a second. <laughs> like, don't pull out you off your goggles or anything while you're in here. We just don't want that to happen yeah. to you. You, uh, you want to give us the name of the place or no? Let me look up this. How did you find them? I was just trying to find, like, when I couldn't follow through with the massage part of the spa stuff, I was like, what else could I possibly do? So I just, I don't know. I just, oh, Birmingham Rage Room. <laughs> okay. Easy enough. Um, I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, "What else? Good date ideas?" And that came up, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, okay. like that'll that'll relieve some tension, some stress from everyday living." So, well, since you're talking about relieving stress, especially from your nine to five job, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you what uh, my decision was. First, did uh, did we get any? people to take the poll or the questions from last week nope didn't nobody take shit. yeah i didn't see any i'm sorry well just like nobody else uh i also didn't take the 10k <laughs> to to relocate um it was actually a really tough decision because i it was many sleepless nights i was tossing and turning trying to figure out if this is the best ideal for me and honestly in this economy it's just it's extremely expensive mm. and huntsville is is more expensive and I just can't do a lateral move. Like, if I'm going to go make more money, then it'd be worth mm-hmm. it. But I, I turned it down. And everybody else was like, man, it's 10000 you, you could use the extra 10000 I was like, yeah, I could. But it's not like 10000 in my hand up front. Mm-hmm. So if it was up front, I would have been gone. Adios. But uh, I turned it down. Mm. The bus down just didn't seem right, huh? The bus down just didn't work. And then my manager, of course, she was giving me com- conflicting information so i can't really trust her word and like i said these 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 and thugs we already know they were it ain't to be trusted either so i'm gonna go with, with the show money the sure money before i go for the uh not sure mm, i feel um, that well birmingham you gonna you stuck with me for a little bit longer. <laughs> i ain't mad at it man you gotta do what's best yeah. for you man a lot of times it's just you know it's gotta, it's gotta, it's yeah. gotta make logic, logical sense. Well, you said it last week. If it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. Yeah. Let me ask you this: I was listening to another podcast. Shout out to the Nerd Plate. I like those guys. They talk about a lot of video games and nerd culture stuff every week. Check them out over there on YouTube and uh, Anchor, Spotify, the Nerd Plate. Um, but they was talking about the latest news, and they're saying that there might be a possible writer strike that's about to happen. Have you heard about that? I hadn't seen that in the news here recently. And I typically see entertainment news regularly, so. Yeah, well, you know how the the Writers Guild is going. Like, they're still talking about they're not getting compensated for all the extra work they got to do. And they're getting ready to to strike. 
And honestly, you know, the, the fear monger is that we're going to have another writer strike like we did previously, you know, when shows was getting canceled and shows just took a deviation from, you know, the quality and whatnot. Mm. But honestly, I think they should go on strike. Mm. Like these writers are shit. Like these latest movies are terrible. Like I, what's the last great new character? Like most of the influential characters still come from like the nineties, the eighties. Like I, I can't think of hardly any new influential characters other than John Wick. Yeah, you took my like answer. Brand new. That was the same answer. I was like, that's the only one that I can like. Yeah, who else? <laughs> There's nothing else. Nothing else new has been great. Reboots and reimagining. Reboots and, and rehash. Like, where is the originality? There's nothing good. So I'm like, if this is the quality, y'all should go on strike and realize that you're not worth it. Mm. Chat GPT can do your job in an instant. Gotcha. You are not creative. And what it is, is the heart and soul is gone. Like they, these, there's no character development in all these new movies, these new shows. Like I was watching Mandalorian. This new season was good. It was decent. The last couple of episodes was action packed, mm. but the story just fell apart. Mm. Like the story is not connecting. The dots don't connect. Look at Marvel. The quality of Marvel movies have tainted. It's just like diminished over the years. Like right now, they, they've had a 60 year plus run of comic books that they can choose from. And these stories are still garbage. How does this happen? Go on strike. We don't need you. Hmm. I no. never looked at it from that point. That was just my look. <laughs> what? I never looked at it from that point of view. I mean, well, I mean, I'm sure there's great writers out there. It's just, it's probably what I've been complaining about with, with DC comics and stuff. Is the studios get involved and they try to say, well, this is what you need to do. Mm. And it's, it's making the movies, <laughs> making the shows sound. worse. Now, this is what you need yeah, to do. This is what right you here. need to do. Yeah. Right here, we got to make them kiss because we got to share and make sure the LGBT is happy. There you go. It's like, uh, we don't need we that. check boxes. Like Lupe. Did you like do Checking I mean, boxes uh, is so nice. Royce said, right? Like Royce Finance said, yeah. you got to check every check. Checking check boxes. Box. When you check boxes, man, it just, it's like, painting by the numbers like i already know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. it's not new it's not it's not it's it's not exciting mm. so speaking of being excited and something that's not new i went and saw the new super mario brothers movie it was good oh i was about to say it's fucking amazing <laughs> i was like do i need to do a drum roll drum roll please but nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah they they did it they did a really good job this is what real clever new writing can do. Like I just went through this whole spiel of what horrible writing is like, mm. but this new Super Mario movie is good. They they take a lot of knives. They use a lot of member berries. They make sure that like, hey, you remember that back in the 90s? Mm-hmm. They throw that back in there. But it, it was good. It was a love letter to all the fans of Nintendo, all the fans of Mario. Um, they, they didn't really tell the old story of Mario and Bowser and all that stuff, but they they refreshed it. They made it new. They made it work for today's climate. That's good. And it was, yeah. What what I'm hearing on the internet is like this is the first, well, this is one of the many successful anti woke movies. And I don't think it's anti woke. It had nothing to do with anything being woke. You so know what I mean? Sonic like these woke? people are making. I don't know. <laughs> it's like people keep throwing these these buzzwords. Uh, what is it called? culture war topics into it. It's like, this is not a culture war movie. It's like, stop trying to get everything into your little culture war. Right. Leave stuff alone. 
Some of this stuff is just pure entertainment. Mario was good. Go see it. Mm. Okay. I'm 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 down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for that. We got some because I I keep seeing a, a lot of good reviews on um on YouTube. So yeah, I, I want to see it again because it was so much stuff going on in the background that I really couldn't focus on the main story. But it was it was good. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like yeah. I gotta check it out then. I gotta check it out. Visually very impressive. Mm, Pixar ain't got shit on them. <laughs> Pixar ain't got shit on this shit. I mean, what was the last good Pixar movie? Shit, I don't know. Yeah. Because the last thing that I no, seen for real was the, uh, what was the Disney movie with the Latino? Um, with the, oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, you're right. That was good. But that one. wasn't that Pixar. Was, uh, I don't think that was. Cinco or something yeah. like that? That wasn't Pixar. Mm-mm. I don't think so. That's when I had uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you don't? Not anymore. You better highlight Rock Man anymore. I, it's what's on there for me to. <laughs> the only thing they're about to do that's about to be cool is they're about to bring all the Spider Man movies over there. Oh, really? Yeah, like they're gonna bring the ones they did. They didn't do. Yeah, they're gonna get those, and then they're gonna get Amazing, and then they're gonna get the ones that theirs. That's theirs. But they were gradually mm-hmm. gonna bring them out. I think the first three are gonna come out in May. I think the next ones are going to come out the beginning of, I mean, the end of April. Beginning of May, they'll get like the the two Andrew Garfield movies, and then they'll bring the rest of them later on uh, this year. Oh, I think you saw that movie, Soul. The Black Yeah, dude. I watched that. That came out pandemic yeah. time. Yeah, that's what that's, I had to look at. That was up. Pixar? Yeah, that was Pixar. Luca, L-U-C-A. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I ain't never met that nigga before in my life. You can see it on my phone. That yeah, thing. I ain't. Nah, I ain't see that shit. It's about some mermaid boys. Nah, well, hell no. Nah. <laughs> then they had a movie called Turning Red. I don't know. About oh, that. I seen that. That was actually that came out exclusively on Disney Plus. If I'm not mistaken, it was uh yeah 22 March 22. Yeah. Then Buzz Lightyear came out in June. Didn't watch it. Yeah, nah. If it ain't incredible, it was if it ain't incredible. I ain't I fucking with it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Mario was good. I will check it out. I will most definitely check it out. Did you see anybody jump off of a building because they lost their blue check this week or what? <laughs> no. Oh. But I do realize that the blue check is the mark of the beast. Mm. And it's so weird what's going on. Like Facebook, not Facebook, uh, Twitter is is it's removing people's check mark, you know, because they needed a way to verify people's actual identity to make sure that, hey, you're actually talking to somebody of importance. This is a celebrity. This is the person. We want to make sure that we validate who they are. All right, we're going to strip everybody from their check. Got to pay now? Got to pay to play, nigga? So it's so weird how the market is going. Like the people are like, okay, I'm never going to pay for this. And I'm never, and anybody who do pay for it, you are now enemy number mm-hmm. one. And so all the celebrities are like, yep, I ain't paying I ain't for paying it. And Elon eight. said, you know what? You know what? I'm going to pay for it for a select few. <laughs> so now people got the check mark. They didn't even want the check mark. They're like, hey, I ain't paying for this. What's going on, Elon? Elon's like, yeah, I paid for it. Well, then the, You got it. In the rundown, there's some people, some other people that actually got the check mark, too. I'll, I'll, that's one of my Ooh, rundown stories. I like that. Allude. Mm. But, yeah, I know people's <laughs> going crazy over this damn check mark. I ain't got my check mark no more. Where were you when you lost your blue check? I was like, y'all niggas. <laughs> Is that what they doing? Huh? 
They, is they doing that? Yeah, people was like, where were you, you, you lost where were you when you lost your blue check? I was like, y'all. I never had a blue me check. Me neither. Right. But people. I don't want to be verified. Yeah, it's like now people just like, if you pay for that, like you're, oh, you lame. Well, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. But, but isn't that crazy? It's like you want the exclusivity. Like some people are actually doing it. They're like, hey, no, this helps my reach. People who pay for the blue check can now get viewed by more people. Mm-hmm. So if I got a business, I'm going to pay for this. And now I'm seeing all the people that need to be seen. Like, this is a marketing tool. Why would I turn that down? Why weren't people going so hard when people was actually getting fake followers? Remember that whole situation, getting the bot followers? And shit? Just, they was paying for followers. You know how it shit. is. You know how it is. People are now, it's the cool thing to hate Elon. A year ago, Elon was the super guy. Everybody loved him. Now, since he's coming out as conservative and he's pushing all this, I mean, he's making some horrible decisions. I can't say he's doing good. I mean, look at his damn rocket. He's, he's, he's <laughs> that's wrecking that's the visual representation. His rocket blowing up is the visual representation of what he's deciding to do with these companies. Yeah, Tesla stock is going to shit because he's just destroying that brand. I think he got right. I don't think he really cares about it. I mean, he said what he's going to do with Twitter. He's trying to make it into Twitter X, like the X program. Mm-hmm. It's a verification software. It's It's going to be a banking app. But uh, it's the verification thing is kind of weird. I mean, I get it. They trying to charge people and they trying to charge companies to use that platform. But Twitter was successful because it was so open. Mm-hmm. It had the open platform where anybody could use the API and link it into whatever systems they wanted to. And, and that made it useful. Yeah. Now he's trying to sue Microsoft for using, you know, open systems that they had to program their freaking AI. You know I mean? It's just, it's just weird what Elon's trying to do. Did you get a message about getting in on this Facebook class action lawsuit? Well, if you wait for the rundown. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's go ahead and discuss that because uh, it's, 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 it's funny. Um, let me find it in my notes. I say, I say, what you want to get in on this class action lawsuit? I'm like, so I can get like eight dollars, yeah, right? <laughs> well, that would never mind. You took the joke, oh. <laughs> but I mean, that's basically what it is. If if you uh, get into this, it says anybody who was using Facebook from May 2007 to December 2022, you're likely in for a payday, but uh, you have to submit a claim. Meta, the parent company of the Bay Area-based social network, has agreed to pay out $725 million to settle a long-contested lawsuit over personal data privacy on Facebook. Class action lawsuit began after the 2018 Cambridge Analytica scandal, but eventually added a litany of other alleged Facebook data dealings, alleging to the, uh, alleging that the platform broke the law by enabling third parties to access users' personal content information without users' authorization. Facebook admitted no wrongdoing by agreeing to the settlement and says it has changed its users' privacy practices. Great. This is the same thing they've been complaining about TikTok. So we cool as long as it's Facebook, but we not cool when it's... Proud to be an American. Hey. Well, at least I know I'm You think they spell TikTok like they spell it because of it being like an Asian company? <laughs> like they can't pronounce it the right way? Like every time I look at TikTok, I'll be like, 
are they pronouncing it because they Asian? I will not. I will not dignify TikTok. that because I am going. I am PC this week. I will not dig. TikTok. I will not. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Get on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. Well, how would you say TikTok without the C? <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this this week. P I C K T. Okay, TikTok. Look, all I get on TikTok. All I know is they. I think I hit up twice about it. hey, and then when I go on Facebook, the first no, well, they really got your information. <laughs> and the first thing that happens when I go on Facebook is hey, if you want to get in on this settlement, just hit here and just go ahead, and just put your. Put your claim in. So they can take more of my right. information? I okay. Like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I see what y'all what if it's, Wait, thug. how many users? <laughs> let's, let's see how many users they have. Uh, Shit. Facebook users. I see exactly what y'all did to Young Thug. I'm good, bro. You ain't got to give me none of that. <laughs> what they do to Young Thug? Oh, give me an Rico charge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Facebook users in 2007. Let's see. They had 12 million users. Let's see. What is 12 million divided by 700? What, wait, what was the number? 725? Yeah. yeah. Divide 725 million into 12 million. Wait, that's backwards. That's like $60. Okay. I mean, it's free 60 bucks. <laughs> Have you seen it? You ain't gonna do it? Bruh, I went to look, I went to Publix to get some some groceries, bruh. I need water. Water went up. Water used to be eighty five cents for a jug. It's a dollar seven now. Inflation's a bitch. I'm not finna I don't that, that's $60 <laughs> that's, Wait, that's the item you go use to justify inflation? Yes, tell us I about it. It's water. A jug of water. Do I have this jug? Water. A jug hold on. Like a gallon. I understand, like a milk carton, a, a giant gallon. I know, go ahead and get it. I'm going to keep killing time. A gigantic gallon. Oh, I like that poster you got in the background with all our logos and whatnot. That's cool. So, a gigantic one-gallon jug, like a milk carton. This should not cost a dollar and seven. Yeah, that's spring water, man, from Publix. You don't understand where they get it from. See, the background story is they killed a giant, and the giant's tears of his family's Filled the spring water and where they get that jug filled from the other giants because they crying because you they killed the parents. Yeah, that should not cost. It's a, justified. That should not cost a dollar seven. Why not? Because I was paying eighty five cents for that. That was yesterday's price. <laughs> Fat Joe has told you many times today's <laughs> price. Yesterday's price. It's not yesterday's price. It's not oh, today's it's sad, price. I'm, as you. Uh, I was in the uh, the Dollar General earlier today, and uh, you know how they have like the refrigerated section. Uh-huh. My girlfriend pointed out that they had a sign on the door that said, "Yeah, we got the eggs. They in the back. So ask <laughs> us if you want some eggs." <laughs> that let you know, man. They, they keep the expensive stuff in the back. Mm. You want these eggs, man? You got to go see a, a, a cashier or something. Going there, robbing for the meds. Let me get all your eggs. Yeah. Nigga. <laughs> Put a dozen in the bag. Don't look in my face. <laughs> I'm trying to bake a cake, nigga. I, got... <laughs> I only got half my face painted because that's all I could afford. <laughs> I can't afford nothing else, bro. It's like... Nah, man. Yeah, man I'm inflation just... is crazy. I'm not getting in on no fucking class action lawsuit, so I can only get like $17.15. I'm not doing that shit. Fuck them. 
I mean, if they sold my information, hey, I'm screwed anyway. So that that sixty dollars is not gonna help me. You the only person who used Facebook the right way. <laughs> I've said that you before, I, and I, I appreciate it. I just, I class action lawsuit. Really? I, you know, I did get some money off a of class action lawsuit before. It was from Sony. For what? Sony. From Sony? Oh, when they had that breach. Yeah, you know how much money I got? Mm-mm. $4. $15. <laughs> <laughs> I got $4 and some change. You can't even buy a game they with that. A, they sent this shit in a check. <laughs> Proudly. Did you Did you cash it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had them $4 before. And you turning your nose up to $60. My hat. People Man, change. Look, Go man. to a rage room, get all that aggression now. Now they don't care about Man, no money. Look, bro. They're paid. I'm looking. I'm looking ain't, at a snob. That's what I'm looking ain't, at. Ain't even worth the paper that it's written on, bro. Would you cash the four dollar check, nigga? That was what two thousand. When did it? When did that breach happen? Twenty ten time. Yeah, matter. somewhere around there. In today's money, it might be like two dollars. <laughs> Dang, bro. Oh, I but I'm not. Who gives a fuck? Fuck them. Well, let me talk about some inflation because this this is a. <laughs> I'm kind of worried about this next election. I don't know how, if you. Are, I know who I'm voting for, but no, don't tell us just no. yet. We, we we trying to keep some listeners in growth. <laughs> but uh, the my, the Biden administration plans to raise payments for good credit home buyers. Okay, quote: If you have a credit score of seven forty plus, you will pay an extra one percent on your mortgage. Okay, mm-hmm. and for those who have a six twenty or less, they will get a point one seventy five decrease in a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't this kind of like taking from the rich and giving it to the poor? Like the people who are responsible with their money, they were able to f- get a higher credit score because they didn't just go out and buy motorcycles and shit that they couldn't afford. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they. They put their money into the system and they bought a house and they bought a house proudly. They got a good credit score. But I guess since they can afford to pay a little bit more, they're going to raise their price 1%. Yeah. And all the people who were just buying whatever they wanted to, they got them new J's, new Jordans on credit. <laughs> they get a decrease of 1.75%. The game is to be sold, not told, nigga. <laughs> how is this a smart... like? How are you going to justify giving away all that money to all these other countries, but then your people still starving? Like, I feel like this administration is just trying to give the game away. Like, like they not even trying. Like, do anybody push back on the president? Anybody say, hey, man, this is How? a bad idea. You might die if you push him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the vice president, we don't know where she is. She just Yeah, we, we are literally people are trying to protect Biden because if anything happens to him, she's going to be she's the president. She's in Tulum. She ain't, she ain't give a fuck. Well, she can stay. That's that's why I'm voting for Larry Elder. <laughs> <laughs> don't you got to say it. Why you going to say it? Fuck it. They unsubscribing now. God it's okay. It. Larry Elder, he just said he running for president. I said, you know what? You could know what? I'm glad you said could that. Be worse than, could be worse than what we got. Well, you know <laughs> who else announced that they running for president? <laughs> Larry Elder is pretty bad. Kate McBain. But Afro Man also said he submitted. Afro Man submitted the paperwork to run for president. Damn, you took my damn runs now, story. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're going to vote for Larry Elder, I got to vote for Afro Man. Well, there goes. What platforms Larry Elder got? He's conservative. 
Okay, what platforms does a conservative Larry Elder have? What platform? Yeah, what do you? Oh, what are you running? <laughs> why are you going to okay, vote for? I'm like, yeah, he's a Republican. Uh, <laughs> he's a black Republican. Oh, that nigga ain't gonna raise taxes. You would? <laughs> you believe it? Right now, every president has raised taxes. <laughs> right now, I do. Every pre- well, except for Trump, he's the he only one raise that taxes, I know for sure. Like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't gonna do that. I don't believe it. Trying to At least Afro man got an excuse already. Anytime <laughs> something go wrong, he was gonna be like, you know why? Because I was high. <laughs> I was gonna have a peace treaty with Russia, but then I got yeah, high. Yeah. Nah, Larry Elder. I'm fucking with him. Mm, I don't know. I ain't feeling Larry he Elder. Said, yeah, I'm gonna run for president. I was like, you know what? You, come on, be- bro. Like, Will Smith did a diss record to him. Could be worse than what we got. Will Smith called him an Uncle Tom. Could be worse than what we got. Nah, we got. We have to have. Would you want Ron DeSantos? No. <laughs> I was feeling him for a minute, but then, dang, he just he torpedoed his own situation. I well, hey guys, I played my hand. I'm going for Larry Elder. So <laughs> you went for Kanye last time, now Larry. I will. Can be worse than what we got, man. It definitely can be worse. Nah. Yeah. All right. Well. What else you got, man? We already talking about rundown stories. I guess are you ready? Well, I mean, since we fighting, yeah, we fighting for the country. Not yet, not oh. yet, not yet. Did you see the fight? Oh, the Davis, Devontae the, Davis versus no, Ryan I can't afford Garcia. To buy it, so no, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it that way either. But I watched the fight. Man, my my old links don't work no more. Man, I need some. Exactly. I was so stressed out. I kept looking on Twitter. I was like, anybody got the link? Nobody had the link. I, I eventually found a link on uh I just googled it <laughs> like Demonte Davis fight link, and it took me to Telegram. <laughs> oh, so I'm sitting there with my tablet. That's where all the good porn is. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the bed with my girlfriend. We watching on my tablet, and it was a good fight. I, I got to give it to him. I, I really thought uh, Garcia Ryan Garcia's reach would help him out a little bit more than what it did, but. Uh, Javante just got that power, man. Javante came out the Chief Keep, dog. When I seen that, I was like, that nigga yeah. win. Yeah. You can't come out the Chief Keep and lose. We, well, Chief Keep was I there. Mean, he brought him out. You can't lose out yeah. that, bro. <laughs> yeah, the power of Sosa. Yeah. <laughs> he charged up on the out, way to the ring. You can't come out to no Chicago yeah. drill, bro, and, and lose. They will kill you in the fucking streets of Chicago if you lose that. Yeah, that, that is very true. He, he was fighting for his life. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> but then, then I mean, early in the match, he knocked him down. And it was like, ooh, okay. That kind of turned the tide and it changed. Like, like before the fight, they was talking mad crazy. Like, both of them were going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Garcia was like, man, you look skinny. You look small, man. Look at you. It's like, you got a big head. It's like, all this kind of stuff. But Tank said, when I get to that jaw, though, and he did get to that jaw, but he it was a body blow. He that, did. That he hit him once. That nigga took a knee. He said, wait. He said, hold on. Hold on. Hold on before we get to that, because Devontae took a, a, a clean shot. He took a hook to the face, yeah. and he brushed it off. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, when a man take your best shot and nothing happens, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Devontae, he kept... His strategy was kind of weird to me because he kept putting his arm out, like measuring the distance, and it, it kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, "What is he trying to do? Like he should know where his reach is gonna hit." But he kept doing that, and I guess it was like to to, to, to fake him out, to make him punch high. 
Well, the dude kept punching high. He would slip up under it because he's so short. Mm-hmm. So he would slip up under the arm and just tap his midsection. And like you just said, he hit him in them ribs. <laughs> you could see it. That pain was in his face. Yeah, the pray. They said he started supporting Black Lives right. Matter. He, like, <laughs> he took a knee. Colin Kaepernick was mad. He said, nigga, you took my hey, shit. Yo. <laughs> Where are you taking my shit? He got beat to beat to support. Them niggas was on a uh, Casanets um, stream. Apparently, mm. I don't know how real this is, but they had made a deal saying that they was whoever win get the whole purse, get, get everything. Yeah, I don't think that was real. I saw that. I don't think that's real. But I did see that uh, he wasn't the only black man to win a fight over the weekend. Oh, Blueface, did you see that? Blueface won this fight. Yeah. Um, Come on, man. You don't want to make no abuse jokes? I mean. All right. We, we can move that, on. Keep that going. dude's. I'm tired of him. He is a clown. Yes, I agree. So, but. All right, that, well, that, I, I'll take the high road. No, never do that. Not on this podcast. Nah, we're going to. Miss Obama said when they go low, we go higher. <laughs> So I'm gonna go high. Nah, man, I I didn't give a fuck about that. The hype between Javante and um and um uh, Garcia. Garcia, that shit was. <laughs> That's how important he was. We don't even remember his name. Man. <laughs> they said he was gonna be the next Pacquiao. <laughs> oh wow, I I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is his first loss, so they both undefeated. Yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, and I really thought the reach was gonna help. That fight did real good, bro. That fight sold. It did do good. It did, but but the issue was he's so unex- inexperienced, mm. and so he just he got outclassed. I don't think it would be a good fight. It was a bad matchup in my. I don't know who else they got they can put up against Javante either. Mm-hmm. Bring him on. What is uh what is Wilder doing? I don't know. He might be done at this point. He was on some podcast not too long ago. Like, I think they're going to do the rematch for him and Fury. But <laughs> No, we don't need another win, one. I have no we good. idea. So. Would this be fourth or third? Third, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is the fourth time. Didn't they fight two times, three times I already? Because I, I think, I think Fury was like, his next fight is going to be his last anyway. Oh, okay. So he want a big. I know he want a big payday. So yeah, it's gonna have to be Fury if he want a big payday. Yeah. It should be Anthony Joshua, but whatever. Man, that dude's kind of. Yeah, he he wishy. He 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 was good, and then he lost to that Mexican guy and that out of shape Mexican dude. <laughs> <laughs> and people was just like, we can't respect him no more. <laughs> you ain't never see. That's how I know people ain't never been to a fight when you get beat. Is swept by somebody who don't look like they should be able to beat your ass. You learn a new level of respect. It's like, dang, yeah. I, I, I got to train yeah. a little Anthony Joshua was my guy, too. I used to cape for him, and then I seen that fight against that Mexican dude, and that Mexican dude said, I'm going to sweep the floor with you <laughs> and he with did. that pot belly. I said, dang. He made him into a bloke. Anyway. Yeah, man, I guess we can go ahead and get into oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, it is time for... Classy here. It is time for the one and only. The rundown is where Shogun and myself try to afford things in the supermarket, even though we cannot. 
and then we <laughs> we rant and rave about it because the economy sucks. What do you have? Yes, it does. The, what do you have, kind sir? Well, the economy sucks, and so does society. I don't know how I feel about this Jonathan Major situation. It keeps taking more turns and twists, and I, I just don't like what's going on. Look, he was accused of abuse. I told you, I knew your dad for a long time. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. I agree. He is guilty. He is guilty of abusing one woman at this time. I don't like that they bringing all these accusations and things from the past and throwing it at this man. Like, something about this don't feel right. Like, I'm not saying he's justified for what he did. He was wrong for what he did. But them bringing up all this stuff from the past, because you you going to fight accusations. Like, none of these people got faces. None of these people got names. We don't know who they are. We don't have timelines. All we got is, yeah, he also beat me too. Like, come on, man. This don't feel yeah, right. His management, his management, his longtime management firm, the people who's managing dropped, dropped him. Uh, you know, looking back, that text message was just that text message was the worst thing that could ever have happened to him. Yo, I don't know who that man lawyers are, but they should be fired. Yeah, I think I think he might have abused the lawyers too. They was like, "Yeah, man, I got you, I got you. I'm gonna help you out. Watch." What happened to remember when we first talked about that story? It was just like, "Oh yeah, the Uber driver videoing." They keep saying they're gonna bring it out, but they ain't brought them out. Like, cause they brought the text messages out, and they was just like, "Well, you know." I know you beat the only me. people he still choked me, but it wasn't as bad as everybody thinks it is, baby. But the thing about it was he called the police, which that looks good on him. That shows character. And maybe his lawyer is telling him, shut up. Don't say nothing. They're going to say everything about you. They're going to drag you through the mud. Right. He resigned from a couple of projects, but the rest of them, they've been dropping him. But it's just like, bro, why are y'all trying him in the court of public opinion? Versus what actually went on, like from the stuff we know for sure. Like I think he's, I think he's in, in May. He's supposed to go into court about this thing, mm-hmm. and maybe some more information is gonna come out. Maybe with some, but right now lawyers. it ain't looking good. <laughs> it ain't looking good for your boy. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that he's fighting all these accusations, man. Like, I how, how can you clear your name when everything, like every other day, some dirt get thrown on him, right? I don't know, man. Like it, it, it kind of sucks to 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 see like to see like when the news came out about the management company that he had been dealing with for so long. Come when that came about, I was just like, "Oh, he fucked up." Because <laughs> right. it's different. It would be different if he had just got with them. Man, they said he had been working with that management company term. for a very long time, and they was just like, so that makes it seem like they know something that we don't know. Yeah, that that that's a when it's it like, smoke is fire type situation. So you go tell me this dude who is Hollywood's darling boy, the new guy, the guy that everybody's loving, has been a menace this whole time, and everybody just shut up and let him keep going. Mm-hmm. No, he was his arc went up. During the Me Too movement. So people would have been through him under the bus. Like, why are they just now coming out to throw him under the bus? Mm. None of this stuff sounds right. And I know I was the main one. Like, hey, why do we want to save this dude? But at the same time, <laughs> we need to get this man this. a fair fight. <laughs> I ain't saying save him. I'm just saying be fair with this. Ain't nobody being fair with right. it. Like, I, I just, I don't like what I see. Well, 
I just know. Like, who are these nameless people just coming out of nowhere? Yeah, he also was mean to me. Well, now, okay. now people are saying, now the, the buzz around everything, too, is, well, you know, he was very he was an asshole on a lot of these sets like he just was very everybody's an asshole um like the way he would talk to women uh on the set was very abusive and and a lot of people didn't like the way his attitude was on on a lot of these there's a difference in abuse like there's verbal abuse and physical abuse what he's being alleged to have done is physical abuse verbal abuse if i hurt your feelings man tough pity get over that Mm. like I'm just gonna sit and wait. I'm gonna sit, wait and see. I'm gonna be in wait and see mode. I agree because I I agree. Like now, even though I'm not rooting for him, I'm just like, yo, we can't try him for this one thing because he got all this other stuff that's in there. So it's like they're gonna either have to dismiss this situation because everything is tainted, and it seems like a concerted effort to like get this dude out of here, or we just gonna have to say, hey man, he he did abuse these ladies. And they didn't come out during the time they were supposed to come out. But we can't try this man based off of accusation. Mm-hmm. I need proof. Okay. This here's the question right here. Here's here's All right. I gotta I gotta ask you the tough questions there, Shogun. Let's go. After this Let's scandal happens, where what what does he do? Does he A? Well, is the A and B. A, he's gonna be Tyler Perry movies for life. B to be exclusive for life. Where are you going? Wait. <laughs> if he goes to Tyler Perry, he's going to definitely be the bad guy. And he's already got a role of being abusive. So I don't want to see him go to the Tyler Perry world. But the to be exclusive, man, I, I think he's, I think he, nah, I think he, uh, I think he'll go like A24 route. Nah, they I think he could do some, they not going to do him that way? Nah, he does them the You don't only think two the independent choices, circuit? Them the two choices he, he got, got to be and Tyler? It's either to be and Tyler. The two T's. Is it? That's terrible. All right. Hey, hey, Michael Jai White got a a two B exclusive movie now. Come on now, Michael Jai White. He come on, (laughs) come on, bro. (laughs) Come on, bro. Why you want to get him in this black dynamite, bro? That was black dynamite. (laughs) Black dynamite getting as big as me, bro. (laughs) Like I like, he got some cheeks. Have you ever seen one of his Vlad TV interviews? You no. need to. He be talking about who he can whoop. <laughs> he be like, who he can whoop? Like, he was like, you know, Mike Tyson, I think I can whoop his ass. <laughs> See, you think. Mike Tyson, no. He be talking about people he know he can whoop their asses. He be talking about some fights that he done had back in the day where he was, people would challenge him. I'm like, nigga. He, even he think he a has-been. He talking about the old stuff. We need some new stuff from you, Mike. Michael Jack White is hilarious. But, yeah, he, he be talking about people who he he was like, I could probably whoop his ass. Now these, now these people can't fight. Like Mike Tyson would say, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Mike Tyson was talking about the, that Javante Davis fight on ESPN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they was like, who you taking, Mike? He was like, he's like, take Davis. He said he's a lot like me. And then <laughs> and then I got scared because Mike Tyson was started. He was just like, let me show you what he can, <laughs> he going to do. And I was like, oh, shit. He was like, he punches up just like I used to. I was like, hey, chill out, Mike. Come on now. Well, I mean, he is short, and both of them are short, yeah. so they got to use that power and get in quick. So, I mean, he right. Mike Tyson said he's he's still willing to fight some more. He was like, I'll fight Roy Jones Jr. again. Mike Tyson going to be in the old folks' home causing commotions. <laughs> he going to be in there. Somebody stole his banana pudding. He going to be in there whooping. Yeah. Whatever happened? Did that white guy 
Remember that white dude he whooped on the plane? Like, how, did that get settled? <laughs> you remember that shit? Oh, it should have got settled on the plane, nigga. <laughs> you alive after Mike Tyson hit Mike you. You like, good. He's like, who the fuck you? He's like, nigga. What else you need, bro? What are you talking about? Whatever happened to him, he, he survived. <laughs> They need to make that version surviving Mike Tyson, nigga. Oh, <laughs> Forget R. Kelly. Oh, oh my God. All right, man. I don't remember Mike on the plane, though. Speaking of, that white dude, right, the white dude was talking shit to Mike Tyson. He just politely turned around and whooped his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was last yeah, year. I see. He was it talking now. shit. Mike was like, hey, nigga, chill out. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> then he turned around and beat his ass. <laughs> Why do you remember this? That's, a, because, that's amazing. <laughs> because that shit was hilarious. That was, I was like, hey, that white guy's a little, little out of pocket right there. He was like, I'm finna whoop his ass. Mike Tyson won't be charged in connection with the incident on an airplane last month. Good. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We have reviewed the police reports of San Francisco Police Department and the Sun Metro County Sheriff Officer. They view various videos collected by the law enforcement from other others on the airplane. District Attorney Steve, blah, blah, blah. The decision is that we will not file any charges against Mr. Mike Tyson based on the circumstances surrounding the confrontation. Go, Mike. Quote. These include conduct of the victim leading up to the incident and an interaction between Mike Tyson and the victim, as well as the request for both the victim and Mike Tyson that no charges do be filed on the case. Okay. Well, told you. Got settled on the plane. I've asked this question before, but I'm going to ask it one more time. Who wins? All right. Mike Tyson or OJ? (laughs) I mean, Mike, Mike Tyson has defeated a lot of... A lot of opponents. He's defeated a lot of people. Roy Jones, some of the best fighters ever in the world. But OJ defeated the American justice system. <laughs> that is one of the hardest <laughs> fights you will ever fight. And he came out clean. He did a couple months and he still got yeah. out. They even had a rematch, my dude. Like, come on, bro. OJ. I got to get it to OJ. <laughs> oh, speaking of people getting away. I got one for you. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I got one for you. Is Bo Jackson the black Chuck Norris? Yes. <laughs> like every story you've ever heard of him, it. it's true. I believe They can tell true. me he beat he whooped Bigfoot ass. I'd be like, uh, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, Bigfoot. That's why he hiding. That's why you can't find him. He, was, he ran into Bo Jackson one time. It was He's over. Like, Shit. <laughs> what happened with him in that lake? Oh, he stood up and just jumped out the lake and went to dinner. Yeah, they said the man stood straight up and just jumped directly out of the lake and went to eat. See? Bigfoot saw that and he's like, "Shit, I can't come out. Oh, <laughs> I gotta wait till this man die before I come yeah, back." This man, this man's rough. Wouldn't it be a great? Right. Wouldn't that be a great show if, if Bo Jackson just was hunting down like all the legends and myths and killing them? <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, like this week he this week he finds Bigfoot then. Next week he next week, Bo Jackson hunts down El Chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, my favorite episodes when he, he jump in that lake and kill Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. He pulled him up by the tail. Oh, Bo Jackson, man. Bo Jackson versus the versus the myths. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was in he was in the Nevada desert and came out with two corpses. They were UFOs though. <laughs> yep. Bo Jackson, incredible. Oh. National treasure. That's the only man Chuck Norris is afraid of. 
I would be too if I was Chuck Norris. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. That's a. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna make that a show. <laughs> That's a good show. I got a show for you. Bo Jack- I'm gonna let you go with your. Bo Jackson versus the Myth. <laughs> I, I watched that. I watch the government name programming is or BYNK programming sound like a good that show. Nigga, that nigga, he, <laughs> we got some good all movies. All he has is a bow and arrow. <laughs> a bow and arrow. I got you. <laughs> Speaking of things that are funny on the internet. He just throw the arrow. He don't even have the, <laughs> the bow part. Oh, take that, Nessie. <laughs> pin him up like Jesus. Oh, you put all the plaques on his wall. Maybe all the... And they still alive. They still bleed. They too afraid to run away. They like, nah, that's Bo Jackson, bro. Oh, shit. I would love to see. I would I'm going to call Bo Jackson see if he's willing to do it. I got I got a movie idea for What's you, it? but we don't get there. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, well, let's go here. <laughs> so, we talked about the blue chicks earlier. Now, mm-hmm. here's something that's interesting that some of you guys might not know. Now, according to reports, right. only around 30 of the previous verified accounts that was paid for Twitter Blue after losing their check marks. Oh, well, they're giving out check marks. 30 or 30%? 30, 30 previously verified accounts. i Okay. I, I copied the wrong beginning good, sentence, but uh, it figured itself that figured itself could be inflated by as Elon Musk claimed he was paying for several check marks himself. <laughs> After Elon Musk consulted his wise counsel, he instituted a few changes. <laughs> Twitter brand Twitter brand partners such as the MLB were given a form of legacy check mark. Additionally, any any account over one million followers were also given a check mark. However. That led to a new problem for Elon Musk. Now, as a part of the update that he gave check marks account, he gave check marks to accounts with more than one million followers. Accounts of dead individuals were also given check marks. So there's some screenshots that's floating around that's shown that he has given out check marks to Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. I'm trying not to laugh because I know they did. Norm McDonald. Because they're going to use it. They definitely going right. to use their Twitter account. And Anthony Bourdain. On the surface, verifying the accounts of the deceased individuals is a good idea. Now that it prevents fraud and the, the this, uh, uh, desecration of their memory. Now, impersonation has been a major problem throughout the Twitter Blue process and was made worse with so many accounts choosing not to buy Twitter Blue. However, people have taken issue with the way the deceased individuals' accounts have been handed in, handled in regards to changing the gaining the check mark. Clicking the check mark of a Twitter Blue account reveals a pop-up that reads, this account is verified because they are subscribed to Twitter Blue and verified with their phone number. <laughs> the problem for many people is that this is the same text used on the accounts of dead people. So at best, it's an oversight that reads in poor taste when implemented. However, at worst, it, <laughs> it's implicated that Twitter has put its own stamp on the accounts of People who can't object. Overall, it speaks to the to the rash way that Elon Musk has led Twitter. Shogun, where do you stand on dead people having their verification, keeping their verification? They are verified. Again, when you have Twitter Blue, it says this account is verified because the subscribers to Twitter Blue, <laughs> they are subscribers to Twitter Blue and they have verified via a phone number. I actually think this is a good idea. 
dead people who are verified to be dead should definitely have Twitter blue. Like, this is less work for Twitter. This is less work for Elon. They don't have to worry about these people who are going to be tweeting. And then they also got a, a base of verified people. I think they should verify everyone who's dead. Hmm. Just inflate your numbers. Make it seem like this is a real site that people will go to and people will not talk on it. So you don't think people who have a sour sour attitude about this, I mean, do they have a right to gripe? Because I do. These niggas is dead. Why? Hey, you who's, use who, the check mark. Who's going to be on there using it? <laughs> it's a dead app. Let the dead speak. Or better yet, let the dead tweak. <laughs> Let them do it. I, I don't see what people what got a do? problem with that, man. These niggas ain't using this. Why shit. do you have a problem with dead they people being verified to be shit. dead? Look, why do you care? Man, I can't say it, but fuck it, I am. Nigga, Chadwick Boseman when they finna tweet anything but no new Marvel movie anytime soon. That nigga gone. We understand. We he's saying exactly what he need to say. <laughs> what is your problem? I don't understand this. I, I just feel like, you know, if it's, this takes away like any if you thought you got this hidden message or this new message, this fa- this final message from Chadwick. It's like, dang, Chadwick just tweeted me. Wait a minute. You already know it's a fake account because it's verified. What is the problem? I see your point. I mean, at least let the estate y'all like y'all don't want to at least, least let their estates be. The ones that say, "Hey, okay, yeah, we're we're verified." I mean, you, how you verify? What well, they ain't got to use Twitter. <laughs> I think people have the wrong assumption about Twitter. You don't have to use it. <laughs> You're verified. That just means they they know your body's cold and down in the ground somewhere, or maybe <laughs> cremated. <laughs> it's it, they verified it. They know for sure. Like this is my question: How did they verify? Is it two factor verification, you. or they? You got to submit an obituary. They subscribe to Twitter Blue and they verify it through their phone number. I mean, <laughs> Hove in in uh, Hove got a song talking about he got numbers in the phone that he can never dial again. Right. I mean, I just I I I get where you're coming from. You have a great point, but I understand why people could be a little sour about it. <laughs> These niggas. They just mad. Y'all broke. Y'all broke. Y'all can't <laughs> afford $8, dog. Bitch Get out of here. No, not broke. This is mad broke bitch behavior. You count other people's pockets, dog. Y'all got all these designer clothes and stuff. You mad about $8? Shut the fuck up. They ain't paying the eight. Just shut up. I know it is a stance that they trying to make, and they so mad that, ooh, all these people got verification. You could get it, too, if you just pay $8. I want my legacy check, too. Why you mad? Why are you I want mad? My legacy check. Why are you mad? Legacy. I want my legacy check. Just like you. <laughs> you. Why you mad, bro? You ain't got a million followers. You ain't put in enough work. Why you mad? Maybe I should pay the eight then. It's good if it's- hey, I don't know if this is true or not. This is fresh off the precious. I'm refreshing Instagram, and I just seen this. It says former President Trump says he will outlaw homelessness and arrest anyone who is out. <laughs> he will arrest anyone who refuses to comply. He will then give them the option to get out of jail or be relocated in a tent city elsewhere where he can take care of them and their needs. Um, tent city, huh? Yeah, we finna have favelas in America. Look at that. <laughs> we'll get to that third world I don't world know if country. I like this. We'll get to that third world country status in no time. You, you, what do you mean get to it? We here. <laughs> this is it. Like, if you still got a, a, a structural house that you paying for, then you are rich. <laughs> 
the average American is barefoot and broke on the streets mm. and they finna get arrested. How you gonna make homelessness a crime? <laughs> I can't afford man, trying to get a house. He's trying to get back. That, who's gonna vote for that? Nigga, you know who. The people that he talked to to get in the first time. I feel like this is aimed at like cities like California or states like California who have a real bad homeless problem. Mm-hmm. And you know, people be like, man, I can't vote for them, but I am tired of tripping over all these homeless people. Yeah, California's going through a lot right now. They're going through all That's America, my nigga. Yeah, but it seems like the whole shout out Larry Elder. He ran for he ran for governor. Because <laughs> Larry gonna fix yeah, it. I guess he, he ran for governor and lost. You gotta win some. You got. I love how you gonna shout. You gonna shout out for a man who's losing. A he gonna win. He gonna well, win. As soon as he tell y'all yeah. he ain't gonna raise taxes and give y'all the plan of what could happen if he does this a certain way, mm-hmm. he's gonna buy it. And he gonna he gonna go head up with Trump. He gonna be like, hey, buddy, I'm not scared of you. You think he gonna go against Trump? I mean, they're both gonna try to go for the. For that Republican ticket. Exactly. He's going to fall in line. <laughs> it's good All white Trump got to do is call him something. He's going to literally clean up the streets. <laughs> <laughs> all Trump got to do. All he got to do is bait Trump into saying something racist. Well, no, nah, that might help Trump, though. I mean, for real. Anything he says is going to help him out. Like, nah. Anyway. Shout out Larry Hill. You know, I'm for you, you know this... <laughs> This story right here is probably my favorite story of last week, and it 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 has so many different angles that I want I want to I want you to play the clip first, and then we will discuss. Okay. okay. Also new at ten, a story about a flight delay that is a bit of a head scratcher. Yeah, we're all over here shaking our heads. A Southwest Airlines flight from Atlanta to Houston was delayed for an hour because of spilled rice in the aisle. Matt Doherty is talking to a passenger tonight about the commotion the mess caused. This story sounds almost too ridiculous to be true, but of course there is video to prove it. The woman we spoke with tonight says she and her fellow passengers got a tongue lashing from flight attendants when no one would confess to the mess. It was the end of a long day. They'd apparently had a a complete crew change. I'm sure they were tired. We were all tired. Jennifer Shopper says she and her fellow passengers couldn't wait to get off the ground Saturday night. She was headed back to Houston from her trip to Atlanta. It wasn't until all the passengers had taken their seats that she saw it right in the center of the aisle. I didn't see it happen, but apparently one of the last passengers to board spilled a large amount of what looked like some sort of Asian fried rice situation. And the flight attendant was really, really mad about it. Mad enough to keep everyone grounded. She went up and down the aisle and asked each passenger one by one, loudly, who spilled the rice. The situation continued to get more tense, definitely more awkward, gauging from the expressions on the passengers' faces. Another flight attendant came and put a paper towel on it and again said, we are not leaving this gate until someone cleans up this rice. But still, nobody would confess. But again, I don't think you want to walk through it. She gets on the loudspeaker, says again, that we're not leaving until this rice is cleaned. So she cleans the rice, but the entire time she's yelling at all the passengers about how nobody was raised right and how disappointed she is in all of us. About an hour after the rice was first discovered and after a sharp scolding from the crew, the plane finally took off. Jennifer says whoever made the mess. After that, I don't think that they would want to admit to it, but yeah, they, they should have cleaned up their mess. Nevertheless, 
What's the use in crying over spilled rice? The whole thing was also really comical and kind of saw the light side of the situation. We're all stuck there. May as well make it funny. We contacted Southwest Airlines. They told us they were not familiar with the incident. However, they did say that their flight attendants do a tremendous job ensuring the safety and comfort of their customers. Back to you. Look, man. What is that, like the yellow cake? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of this mother-sucking rice on this mother-sucking plane. <laughs> if you don't realize that this has the markings of a great movie, yeah. this would be the next big blockbuster. And if somebody don't pick this up, I don't know what they think. Right. Rice, on a plane? rice on a plane? This could be. There's so many different layers you could tell this story in. First of all, if I was to produce rice on the plane, <laughs> it would be it would be in the vein of Crash. You remember that movie yeah. Crash? How they showed and told about racial uh, race yeah. relations and equalities through all these different lenses. You would have so many multiple stories being woven in and out. Okay, first of all, I agree. I'm 100% on the stewardess side. Y'all went right. How you just going to drop some rice? How you going to drop rice on my plane and just keep going? I'm sick of this. I done put up with y'all stuff for too long. I offered you peanuts. I ain't got you snacks. I done got you a drink. And you can't tell me who dropped this rice? You can't tell me who dropped the rice on the plane? Hey, man, we First live by the code and no snitching, though. That's what I'm saying. Look at this story. <laughs> this is the most united, united America has ever been. Ain't nobody snitch on that whole plane. Somebody definitely seen who dropped that rice, but ain't nobody tell. They they was held in bondage for a whole hour. A whole hour sitting there. They had places and people they needed to see, but they couldn't go do it because what? They was holding down the G-code. Mm -hmm. We ain't snitching on nobody. nobody. This is America. We you we they, I'm sure this was united. It had to be a United flight because look at it. It's a United flight. Everybody was right there on the same page. First of all, the pilot. Why didn't the pilot come back there and say, hey, man, why we ain't moving? What's going on? The pilot was like, nah, I already know. My wife is in the in the airport right now. She's trying to serve me some divorce papers. And guess what? Who's at the gate waiting on me? My side chick. He already know he can't get off that plane. So he's sitting there stalling. He's trying to figure out better ways. His homeboy working at the gate and then called him and said, hey, man, she here. He's like, all right. I ain't getting off this plane because I'm not getting served these papers. <laughs> Starring Jonathan that's, that's as the pilot. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? That's the plot number one. Then we got the plot of the stewardess who's she's she's fed up. She probably gonna lose her job. She, you know, she's she behind on her mortgage. Her husband ain't doing what he's supposed to do. Her child is failing all his grades in school. And so she's sitting there trying to. She picking up extra shifts, working overtime, and she's tired. She is so tired. She want to get off this plane. And the first thing she wanted to do was go lay down in the hotel. Mm. But guess what? She can't go because the plane has to be deep clean. And guess what? She turns around. Boom. Yellow rice on the ground. Who dropped the mm. rice? And first thing, there ain't nobody here sitting down just going to tell me who did it. Then you got the passenger who dropped the rice. Who did it? That's a mystery movie. Now you got multiple episodes where you can tell different <laughs> different people getting on the plane. Somebody was there on the plane getting some rice and dropped it. And then they're sitting there looking around like, oh, no, I hope nobody tells on me. Who did it? I don't know. Rice on the plane would be a great movie. I, I want to see this movie. I cannot wait to some. If they can do cocaine bear, they can definitely rice do rice on the plane. Now, let me ask you this. Is the stewardess a Karen? 
<laughs> yes, yes, that, that is that would be the central plot point. <laughs> this Karen, this but this Karen. Now you got a reason to tell her why she got these Karen behaviors because you don't know what else what led up to that point. What led up to this one final mistake to rice on the floor? It's it's so it's such a minute situation. But it's everything to her. It's the last straw. It is the straw that broke the camel's back. She is so fed up with everything that's going on in the world that she's mad. Mm. And she knows she has finally got the power over something in her life. She finally has control where she can tell these people what to do. They can't get off this plane until I find out who dropped dropped the rice rice on the plane Tuesdays on TBS. Mm. Where would this story be showed? Mm. With special guest star Will Smith. As the as the passenger who spilled the rice, as the passenger who spilled the rice. Okay, in the comments got, of the YouTube video you that I want, man, we got to get that man some other than them slaves. I want Will Smith to be the pilot. No, I want him to be the <laughs> pilot. Jonathan Major with the spilled rice died in. No, Jonathan Major could be. Who could Jonathan Major? He gonna have to have a small role because we st- the case ain't over. But yet. look, here's the thing. Look, here, see, this right. is where you, this is where you get another writer in. He the reveal at the end. He could be the reveal, like like when nobody will see his face until the very end. He turned around and be like, "I spilled the rice." <laughs> but no, no, no. You gotta have that one guy who's mad, who's just like, you know what? I, I did it. I did. It. I spilled the rice. What you gonna do? He's already on edge. That could be Jonathan Major. Because mm, but the, the comments history. The, exactly <laughs> the comments what if he actually what if, well no no let's get let's get even deeper what if jonathan majors is on that plane and his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend is the stewardess oh. who she knows he's on this plane and she's trying to avoid him because he's abusive, he's abusive. and he's sitting there looking at her yeah i spilled the rights mm. <laughs> she thinking he did it so she she trying to punish everybody mm. Just to get back at him. Who's who's this wonderful woman that's gonna? Who's the, the woman? I said let's just put Margot Robbie in it. Cause she's in everything else. Mm, yeah, I was hmm. okay. I can see that. <laughs> I think it would be better if it was like a Latino or a woman of color. J Lo, because you could you could <laughs> get everything else. Just put her in that. Or somebody like Rosie Perez or something like an over-the-hill woman who's who's been through a lot. And she's like, I, I, it's time for me to retire, but I can't afford it because my <laughs> life is going sideways. Sideways over this right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Isn't this a compelling story? Yes. And these writers want to go on strike. Look at this. I just made a better movie than David. I'm pretty sure. And if you go through Blumhouse, you will most definitely get the money you deserve. But see, Blumhouse, you got to kill somebody. I, mean, I don't want to do that. This would be an A24 type movie. I mean, Somebody got to die somewhere now. Oh, you you want butts and seats? Oh. Hmm. You gotta you gotta you gotta beat your budget, man. You gotta beat your budget, so somebody does have to die. What if there's an air marshal, like a, a undercover air marshal on the plane, and he saw who did it, but he's trying to like <laughs> who the dude, abuse his power? Who the dude on Yellowstone? Kevin Costner. <laughs> you you killing the budget right now, man. We can't afford all these people. Margot Robbie and Kevin oh, Costner. Goddamn, John the Majors. We get that nigga for cheap. And Will Smith ain't now. doing nothing but damn slave movies. Shit, get that nigga. He did one movie. Hey, you gotta get it where you can, buddy. That's what Will's saying. <laughs> Rice on the plane <laughs> on Tubi. Shit, Samuel Jackson was too big of a star to be on snakes on the plane. 
But he made that movie if good. It, if it's good enough for Samuel Jackson, good enough for Will Smith. Shit. Hmm. Maybe so. Speaking of actors, uh, Jamie Foxx, they said he's in better condition Wait, so far. Hold on. Before we get there. I'm I'm serious about this global rice shortage. <laughs> okay, tell me no, about it. Yeah, I had to find it real quick. It said the rice production for 2023 is set to log its largest shortfall in two decades. This is according to Fitch Solutions. Mm. It said there's a strain of supply of rice as the result of an ongoing war in Ukraine, as well as the weather woes in rice-producing economies such as China and Pakistan. We about to hit this. This rice shortage is about to hit, bro, and we ain't, we ain't ready for it. This is from CNBC. How is it a rice shortage? Like, it's coming, brother. What do you go? Look, I hear USA you. Today, I just don't understand how it is. Global rice shortage is possible in 2023. Prices are expected to remain high, analysis says. It's coming, brother. Production of rice is dropping, and the industry is expected its largest. Uh, how is the deficit. production dropping, though? Because <laughs> the Ukraine war. I just told you. I mean, I feel like they blaming everything on this Ukraine war. Like, this is just another excuse. They trying to raise prices. So if y'all ain't bought y'all rice they going they going they trying to hit us with synthetic rice. Watch. I'm telling you, falling production in China and Pakistan, as well as the U.S. and Europe, have meant the supply of rice sh- uh, shrinking compared to global demand. You going to tell me all this stuff in the South America ain't nobody growing rice other than Pakistan and then China? I don't make I don't, the, I don't make the news, brother. Also, be make the be, news palatable. Be aware, guys, because wheat might be next. Well, wheat has been a problem since the Ukraine war, See? and that's legit. So, I know about so, okay. that part. So, if wheat is legit, then why rice ain't? <laughs> you gonna tell me they got wheat and rice in the same fields, my nigga? I mean, <laughs> where they can grow wheat, they can grow rice. I you gonna mean... tell me they can't do that nowhere else? Come on, man. Don't know. so Ukraine got this whole world sold up. Yeah. They they the number one supplier of wheat and rice. Yes, man, get this get, rice hey, off the plane. Hey get y'all, here. get y'all rice now, and get you some wheat. Get you some wheat when you can, cause it's, it's going down. You heard it here first on coming to podcast. I got their rice shortage. What can I do now? How am I gonna eat? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat. Yeah, I'm gonna all survive. These Panda Express is about to close up. Huh? All these Panda Expresses, they gonna close up. <laughs> they just they gonna be some skinny Asians out here. Oh nah, man, oh, they just gonna get it from well, the garbage can. Skinnier. Damn. <laughs> okay. Um, was that my story? Or your story? What the? You we just the last one we just. Oh, did. I guess. It, well, I guess. It, yeah, niggas on you. Yeah. <sighs> What can I do next? I'll just say we, we I'll do this one. Alright. So unless you guys have been under the rock, BuzzFeed News is about to shut down. BuzzFeed News is the Pulitzer Prize winning digital news website that took the internet by storm roughly a decade ago. Um their chief uh executive Jonah Peretti announced Thursday that they will be shutting down. This was this move was a part of their broader layoff across BuzzFeed. Peretti said in a memo to staffers, the company move uh, the company moving to slash fifteen percent of its workforce or one hundred eighty employees. "Quote: While layoffs are occurring across every every division, we've determined that the company can can no longer continue to fund BuzzFeed News as a standalone organization." This is what he told the staffers. So they begun the discussion with the News Guild. 
um, the union, which represents the staffers at the company, about the action. Peretti, who addressed the emotional newsroom for nearly an hour on Thursday morning, indicated that some of the staffers might <laughs> might be able to find roles at the Huffington Post, <laughs> the digital news website that BuzzFeed acquired in 2020. <laughs> um, this is some jarring news, but... It's not particularly surprising. Years ago, BuzzFeed invested in vast invested vast sums of money into its new product, poaching top journalists from legacy newsrooms and opening bureaus across the world. But the company in, in recent years has moved away from that approach, dramatically slimming down its newsroom. Now, the news that BuzzFeed News will be uh, shuttered promptly an outpouring of messages posted online from former BuzzFeed News staffers to express their sadness and dismay. Peretti says that Broadly speaking, he regretted he regretted that he didn't hold the company to a higher standard for profitability to give them a buffer needed to manage through the economy and industry downturns to avoid painful days like today. Shogun, how do you feel about BuzzFeed News shutting its doors and kicking everybody the fuck out? Oh, well. <laughs> Isn't this doesn't this reflect what type of times times we're having right now? People, because they did start off by laying a lot of people off. They cut down their staff to next to nothing. They did everything they can mm-hmm. to cut costs, and at mm-hmm. the end of the day, all they could really do was just shut it all down. What I don't understand is why news organizations think they can make money off of news. Like you're sharing information, like the the monetary practices of these websites is is to make money off of advertisement right Mm -hmm. so advertisement online is going down because the way people view content has changed Mm -hmm. like they're getting it off of youtube instagram twitter and all these different places and even those companies are suffering right now money-wise so it's kind of it's to be expected but people are saying okay well if i go to this website they want me to sign up for the website to pay for this information, but so many different other websites parry the same information. It's kind of impossible for them to make money. Mm-hmm. So what does BuzzFeed bring to the table other than salacious information? I can't argue with you, but it's still a, what, it what was a Pulitzer Prize out? winning news website though. Like they had some, they had some legitimate. I thought BuzzFeed was like smut and TMZ. That type. was one department of it. Again, they acquired the Huffington Post, which is not smut. Come on, bro. The Huff Post. <laughs> you're dis- really you're, old. You're disgust. Because <laughs> we've been doing news stories for a very long time. How many times do you go to the Huff Post for a source? If you want real valid information, you ain't pulling from the Huffington Post, bro. Your disgust is, was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Huff Post. Oh. Get that trash yeah, out of here. Poses. Shade exactly. room here. <laughs> Basically, it's the same. It's the same credibility, bro. Get out of here. This is Instagram comment section. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought I thought uh, BuzzFeed was kind of cool and kind of it kind of made the news cool. It was. It had a great logo. Yeah. The page <laughs> was easy to navigate. Logo. <laughs> I'm just saying, we we got a saying for situations like this. Tough times last. Whack ass websites don't. Rice don't. <laughs> yeah. The rice definitely don't. Nah, man. I, I feel bad for a lot of these people losing I do their jobs. I, and I'm stuff not like I'm that. not laughing at them losing their jobs. I'm just I'm saying the times are changing. Yeah. You don't have a monetary plan for your website. How you gonna make money? Yeah. 
They've been around for a minute, though. It ain't like BuzzFeed. Should have started a podcast. It's not like BuzzFeed. Oh, wait. That's not making money either. These niggas. Well, niggas got to be dedicated. Niggas ain't even dedicated no more. And then if you're not, That's true. If you're not academics saying wild ass shit, you know, he's about to start working for a white, a right, a right wing uh, streamer. Really? Yeah. Who? Um, hold on, because I actually did the story on Thursday Night Lights every Thursday, seven o'clock, BYK Radio. Let's see. He's about, not really. he's, about to, he's about to start working for Rumble. Oh, I figured you was going to say Rumble. Rumble ain't right wing. It's just where all the right wing people went. <laughs> Rumble didn't censor a lot of things like YouTube was doing. So this is the YouTube competitor that everybody was saying they wanted and needed. And Rumble is it. Mm. It's just the, the, the selection of information you're going to find on there is whew, it's very... Uh, conservative slash extremely right right now because the left ostracized people on YouTube so they ran to it's like a sinking ship with rats on it you know rats is gonna storm to whatever kind of land they can get to mm-hmm. and that's what Rumble is well he signed a, I he mean, got a deal with him so um, it's not bad I mean Russell Brand is blowing up right now on Rumble and a lot of the YouTubers I listen to to get my COVID information they left Instagram, and not Instagram. They left uh, YouTube and went to Rumble. So it's got some decent information, but it's gonna be a lot of BS on it too. Isn't there? C- it's like early days of YouTube. Is his C- the CEO Chris Pavlovsky? Isn't he like a like a like a far right leaning motherfucker? He might be. I don't know anything about him. I, I just know people were going to that platform because of the censorship on YouTube. Yeah, I- so if it is right wing, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I admit to being wrong on yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I mean, ask all about himself and a, a check, which I can't even be mad at. Self-preservation. That's that a man moment. hugged up on Trump that one time. He he switched up all the way. Well, it's mighty funny. He that, them tax breaks. It's mighty funny that he did that because right before that fight, they announced he announced his exclusive deal with Rumble, and then Trump was there, and he was just like, "Oh, maybe we can, maybe I can be your vice president one day or stuff." He was like, "How he got an exclusive deal when he was working with uh, Spotify?" Maybe is that already up? Maybe he know. Well, it might. He might not be in this, doing the same type of content either, though. What, what else does Act do? <laughs> oh, hey, bro, I don't know. I heard it. Maybe he's gonna get into the political circle. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, if it works for Adam Twenty Two, <laughs> the war in Chirac. <laughs> if it works for Adam Twenty Two, man, I seen the highlights of all the people fighting on his podcast. I was like, dang. I that all this shit is just that. What happened when y'all sit up here and let some dude who? A skateboarding ass nigga who really went about the culture. Y'all kind of let him slide in and make his stuff off of the culture, and then be like, "Well, I'm just gonna do more of this other kind of shit." So, it is what it is. Well, I'm glad you brought up the word culture because culture is very important. You know, last week I had a deep discussion about the culture of guns in America, and damn it, last week would have happened. Because I'm sitting here screaming off the mountaintop saying, they can't take our guns. They can't take our guns. We got to keep our guns because the guns are the one thing that's keeping America free. Well, that didn't age well. <laughs> um, 
Have you heard about all the situations of people getting shot in the most randomest ways? Yeah. Like, hey, I might have ran up to the wrong doorbell and rung the doorbell and pow, I got shot. Because what? Some dude was looking through a glass door at night and he shot the black guy on the other side because he feared for his yeah, life. It was a okay. 82-year-old man killed that 16-year-old. I mean, not killed, but shot that 16-year-old kid. Yeah, in the head, and, and when he tried to run and go help out. See, this is what I don't know. It was, was it that night? Was it that day? Because I heard he ran to the neighbors, and the neighbors was like, "Hell no, I ain't gonna help you." <laughs> and then one of the neighbors came out, and he was like, "Okay, he's bleeding. We need to do right. something." Right. Foul with an update on a teenager shot after he mistakenly rang the wrong doorbell in Kansas City, Missouri. An 84-year-old homeowner now facing criminal charges. 16-year-old Ralph Yarl is recovering from the shooting. And now prosecutors say they believe the shooting may have been racially motivated. ABC's Rena Roy has been following the developments and joins us with the very latest. Rena. Well, Charlene and David, according to court documents, the homeowner charged in this shooting told police he thought someone was trying to break in. Authorities say there's no indication the two ever exchanged words. 84-year-old Andrew Lester charged with felony assault, accused of shooting 16-year-old Ralph Yarl twice after police say the teen mistakenly went to the wrong house, knocked on the front door, and rang the doorbell. As the prosecutor, Clay County, I can tell you there was a racial component. Police initially detained Lester for questioning and let him go, sparking protests in the city. An arrest warrant now issued for Lester as Yarl recovers. Officials say he was shot in the head through a glass door and again in the arm. The incident unfolding Thursday night just before 10 when Yarl's family says he accidentally showed up at 115th Street instead of 115th Terrace where he was supposed to pick up his younger siblings. According to court documents obtained by ABC affiliate KMBC, Lester claims that he thought someone was breaking in and that it was the last thing he wanted to do, but he was, quote, scared to death of Yarl's size. Yarl allegedly telling police that Lester told him don't come around here following the shooting. His family says, thankfully, he's making progress in his recovery, released from the hospital Saturday to recover at home. We're just taking it day by day as he's healing. It's a slow process, but he's healing. And he's alive. The family's lawyer telling ABC his injuries will impact him permanently. He's suffering from a cracked skull, traumatic brain injury, post-concussion syndrome, and subdural hematoma on the left frontal lobe. How well he is doing is, in fact, miraculous. And we are excited about the progress that he has made. Now, Jarl's family says the charges are a step in the right direction, but now they're hoping for a conviction. <sighs> yeah, I've seen this story. Yeah, I, I I'm mean, gonna make a statement real quick, and it ain't go gonna ahead. be nothing long, um, and it ain't really nothing salacious. I just feel like we're as a country, there's really not a a solution for guns mm -hmm. because no matter what kind of no matter what kind of stipulations we put on getting them, or no kind of what kind of background checks or all this other shit that we like. People who don't need guns are gonna get guns. It's just it's well, what, this it's guy. Gonna, it's just what's what's gonna happen. This guy was a legal gun owner. I mean, he wasn't crazy until he did something crazy. So no matter what kind of background checks he would have went through, this wouldn't have been flagged. You know, like you you can't stop crazy. Uh, the the second clip I sent you is about his grandson. His grandson seen, told him about. Okay, before we get to this clip. <laughs> 
He mixed, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he mixed. I'm not gonna judge. I don't know. <laughs> he got the the Oliver's and braids, you know. He got some hang time with them braids too. It's just like I, tone, tone. I don't think he get tone a little funny. Too. I don't think he. Uh, I think he got some. Uh, his girlfriend probably got a little melanin in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, he he said that his granddaddy has some racial tendencies. I don't know if you want to play it. Yeah. Uh, he's just a stock American Christian male. It's uh, the older, you know, that's just how they are. It's uh, the conspiracies and weird, random racist things that they say. Yeah, so, and it doesn't make sense, but they're just scared. I think that's definitely the case. And Daniel Ludwig, you know, theoretically spent many, many years around this guy and was there for what seemed to be a lifetime of casual racist comments combined with conspiracy theories. In a little bit, we're going to get into where some of that may have come from. But Jessica, I wanted to give you a chance to weigh in. Right. I think that means a lot that this is someone who's his family member. Uh, In court, I think we'll probably see that admitted because it speaks to the character of the witness. Surely this wasn't a premeditated thing. He didn't know that Ralph would be on his doorstep that morning. But if he did this because he has a bias against people who look like Ralph, against people who are black, that might speak to him being guilty and not doing this because he felt his life was in danger. Usually people don't ring the doorbell if they're going in to rob you or hurt you. So the grandson basically said that his grandfather was radicalized by Fox News. I've definitely been and met some of those people who sit there all day and watch Fox News. And yes, it definitely you can tell you can definitely hear it. Like they're parroting, they're re- repurposing and repackaging all the stuff that they hear, the talking points. Like they're like, look at all those fools in Chicago. Like they 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 talk about Chicago as if it's the number one thing that's happening in America. And they don't even know what's going on in the world, in the city right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if what, what this basically proved to me was that television will program your mind. What you see is what your reality becomes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Okay, if Fox News is known to be a bad source of information, which I will say from my personal experience, they give a more informative version of the news. Like it is biased, it is skewed, but they do give you more information on the overall topic than say a CNN or MSNBC. It seems like the opinion comes first with MSNBC and CNN, and then Fox News is straight salacious opinion and then information mixed into it. But if we know that this information is twisting and, and, and changing people's minds, well, how do we feel about the opposite? Like, do you feel like CNN or an MSNBC could do the same thing that a Fox News would do? All of them do the same thing, if you ask me. Exactly. That's where my, my situation comes from. Like, I, I don't trust any of these news sources, but I definitely listen to all of them so I can get a better bias, or not bias, a better overall opinion about the information so there is another situation i'm gonna go ahead and get all these gun situations out of the way that second the third one i just sent you was uh another shooting we learned today of yet another case of young people being shot out shot after a mistake this time a group of cheerleaders mistook a car for their own got into it and then they were fired at and as cbs's elaine gahana reports it comes after a new york man made his first court appearance for allegedly shooting and killing a young woman who drove into his driveway. 65-year-old Kevin Monahan walked into an upstate New York courtroom today with his feet and hands shackled. A judge denied his request to be released on bail in the shooting death of 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis. 
Prosecutors say Monahan fired a shotgun twice at a car Gillis was riding in after she and three friends accidentally drove up Monahan's driveway Saturday night. As they were turning to leave, one of the rounds struck Gillis. My daughter was a, an honor student. She had hopes and dreams of becoming... She had hopes and dreams of becoming a marine biologist, and this man took that away from us. After the shooting, the group drove about six miles looking for better cell coverage to call 911. She died in the car. Angers me so badly, I just hope to God that he dies in jail. In a statement, Monaghan's attorney said he believes the case was a series of errors which resulted in a tragedy. And, I jumped back in car and, and near Houston, friends of 18-year-old Peyton Washington held a vigil for her last night. The cheerleader is in critical condition after being shot early Tuesday. Her teammates say Washington was with a group of fellow cheerleaders when one of them mistakenly tried to get into the wrong car in a grocery store parking lot in the town of Elgin. Police charged 25-year-old Pedro Teo Rodriguez Jr. with shooting Washington and another teammate. She's a mentor and a role model to so many kids in this industry. She's an amazing athlete, amazing kid. Here in upstate New York, Kevin Monahan remains behind bars at the Warren County Jail, and the DA says additional charges could be filed for the attempted murders of others in the driveway that night. Meantime, the family of Kaylin Gillis will hold her funeral on Friday. Nora. Elaine Cajano, thank you. This young lady got shot and killed, too, because she was lost and she went down a driveway. When she turned around to leave this news driveway, man comes out of his house, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, that asked me, what type of person are you that you are fearful of somebody just coming down your damn driveway? They leaving your house. They leaving your property. What do you think they did? Mm. What kind of life are you living? And he's in New York, rural areas in New York. But, you know, it, <laughs> That was a question of mine, too. Like, I thought the gun laws in New York were way more strict than... In New York City. But oh, New York okay. outskirts, I don't think it's, it's that bad. Okay. And so, this is the one I really do want into the show. This is kind of wrapping up all of the other shootings. And I feel like... Well, let, I'm going to send it to you first. And if we can play this one. This one right here is completely senseless. A six-year-old got gunned down because a ball rolled into her neighbor's yard. Yeah, I see. In North Carolina, police there have arrested a man who they say shot a father and his six-year-old child. Police say the man turned himself in after being found nearly 600 miles away. 24-year-old Robert Singletary arrested in Florida this afternoon. Police say he shot and killed a father and his daughter near Gastonia. A neighbor says Singletary shot at the family after a basketball rolled into his yard. The father is still in the hospital. The little girl's been treated and released. The investigation yeah, continues. This, this is, there's no justification. This kid was outside playing with her, her father, and the ball happened to roll into the neighbor's yard, and this guy runs out of his house and shoot these people down? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. This is not a fireable offense. Like, they making it harder for people like me who are sitting there trying to argue that you should have the right to have a gun when you're doing stupid stuff like this. Like, do these guys don't represent the vast majority of gun owners. Most gun owners are very respectable. 
They're very, you know, safe conscience. They making sure that the gun's locked up, ammo's in a separate place. You know, they they making sure when they carry it, it's 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 either visible or concealed. Mm-hmm. They trying to make sure everybody around them is comfortable. It's locked. It's got a safety. But people like this is the face that you see. It's just like as a black man, you know, everybody's talking about, well, black people is number one crime. All the statistics. Here's the FBI statistics. You got the information to back it up. It's like that ain't black people. Like that's just a very small portion of folks that don't represent everybody in the culture. So I I want to say that it's not gun ownership, but like you said, it's the times that we're living in. Everybody's on edge, and when people are losing, when they've lost it, the only thing they got, they're going to lose it. You know, when you ain't got nothing else to lose, you're going to lose it. It do, But here's the thing, too. A lot of these areas that, that, that these stories happen in don't feel like they were high-crime areas. Like, all of these seem like they were good neighborhoods. Well, I think a lot of it is is the media has been amping it up. Like the media has been trying to tell you all these salacious stories about this is end times. Everything is horrible around you is burning up. Look at Portland. Look at Charlottesville. Look at the Capitol. These people can't be trusted. You can't trust your neighbors. What are they doing in that house? If they got this flag, if they got a gun, they're crazy. And then now so many scary people are, are, well, I ain't going to say the scary people, but people are afraid of their neighbors. When you can't trust your neighbors, something's wrong. Hmm. It's a, like a ball rolling into your yard. That's not something that you should rush out the house and start shooting over. And then that kid was that little girl was. Hmm. Oh, the video is horrible. Like she's talking about getting shot. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. what kind of a person, what kind of a demon would dare raise a gun at a child and fire? But, well, I don't know. Some of these people justify by just saying, "Well, I didn't know," you know what I'm saying, or didn't. Look, That's not a justification. I didn't, look, didn't look like a child when I walked, you know, when I. Was, yeah, I was afraid of his size. Okay, I get it. Guns are the great equalizer, but bro, you shot through the glass door. What kind of a criminal is going to ring the doorbell, knock on the door, look at you through a glass door or whatever, and then you shot? Man, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Throw these people in jail. Like what they doing is a. Crime. Well, I think the the, the 84 year old man he got out on bond. He got on. He got on a bail. He. I thought he didn't have a bail, but it's so many of them. I don't know which uh, one's true. I, yeah, I thought he you got know. out on bail. Um, and this is my last thing. Uh, Levar Ball. He was he was a star of the internet for a couple of years, and uh, he made a comment that I thought was it was kind of kind of cool. If you can play this, and then this will be my last little thing. I will let you. So what you're saying is your sons are going to be billionaires, but they're going to die alone. You're never going to meet a nice woman, especially in, in basketball. You're not going to find nobody like I found your mom or, or my mom and dad. Because here's the thing. If you're in this profession, which you got all this fame and notoriety, how are you going to meet a good girl? You're not because what you're going to meet are in the restaurant where you eat or you're going to go to a club where you dance or you're going to meet her at the arena. So I hate to tell you, you're going to meet a hoe. Just how it goes, son. That's the bad part of the life you're going to get, is you're never going to meet a good woman. And by the time you do, let's say you get 30, and then you meet a woman, and she's 30. You got to wonder why she by herself at 30. So there's something that's dangerous, <laughs> no matter how good they look. But have a good time, son. 
I feel bad for you, but hey, I love the fact you made it. What happens if one of the kids brings home, in your words, a hoe, and you know that you got a bad situation? through here. I'm telling you. Oh, Lord. Hey, a lot of them look good, and, and man, but they got different motives. And, and, and hey, I just tell them to be careful out there, man, but you're never going to know what you get because usually, where, where do you meet a nice woman? If you have a job and you go to, to your job every day and she works at the job, you see her every day. You know what she's about. You go to school, you see her all the time. You go to church, you see her all the time. My sons are not going to church every time. They're not in no school, and their job is traveling to 40 different states. Do you think LeVar, like, this is LeVar Ball. We know who he is. We know his character. He's out giving that salacious uncle advice. And uh, I don't know. This doesn't pertain to the vast majority of people, but I feel like they're the, uh, what is it called, the red pill the bro, what is it? The manosphere is taking this information and being like, see, even LeVar Ball knows. Come on, guys. Chill out. LeVar Ball, same nigga that said he could beat Jordan, cuz. Exactly. He's like, exactly. I can whoop Jordan. Like, mm. I feel like this manosphere culture that's happening is, I feel like they snake oil salesmen, man. Like, the little bit of information that's good and valid, they send in like 75% more bull mm. and BS on top of that. So it's like we we need some OGs in here with a level head to actually give some good advice. Like not all women are hoes and they ain't looking for a come up. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that the ones that you meet are not. You gotta vet people. That's why dating is so important. Mm-hmm. But you can't you can't go out there and be like, Oh yeah, that's all they want from me. No. <laughs> like what are they gonna get from you? You work at Best Buy, bro. What are they gonna get a twenty percent discount? Like, chill out. I think we meet people where they at. I, I think a lot of the the um, like the Derek Derek Johns and a lot of these motherfuckers, <laughs> Derek Jack Jackson, Jackson's, whatever the fuck his name is, a lot of them type of guys fall through to come through, fall through the cracks, and they speak to some. It's just it's the Trump effect. People like well, that, the Andrew Tate. People like that talk to a certain section of society. And it mm-hmm. resonates somewhere, and they just like, you know, that guy's got a point. And look at him, he's got a wife that's ugly. So clearly he knows what he's talking about. Oh, did I call her? I don't care. She is. But <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that it seems to be a, I don't know. And it's like, look at these passport boys. What do they know? <laughs> I kind of don't. I'm not mad at the passport. Bro. I'm not either, man. I'm mad at them when they start downing other yeah. women that had nothing to do with the situation they want to be in. But if you got the money to do what you want to do, Dude, like I would do it. Yeah, but you ain't gotta you ain't gotta talk down on other people because you bad at getting phone numbers and talking to yeah. them. It's it's I don't know, man. I think we have. We have too much access to too many people, and too many people are allowed to put their opinions out on the internet. And I think that just hurts a lot of um, what we do and how we act and how we treat people, man. So I would agree, and that's what's one of the great things about our podcast is that we try to give a balanced perspective on situations. We we gonna come with the salacious, but we gonna come with the information. We gonna come with sound advice, and then sometimes we gonna make rice on a plane. <laughs> Which I want that movie. Hey, I got it down next to the Bo Jackson show. So, 
<laughs> so maybe we can make it happen. I ain't, I ain't even. Man, what if they give us a budget? We we already got ideas for years. How much you think bro. it goes to? We've been doing this podcast long enough that some of the stuff we done came up with is actually happening. Right, right. Somebody <laughs> stole our shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that nigga stole. Methigators. And we and we had it right there in our hands. We had it. And our cast was better. Bo King Woodbine and what, what was the other guy? Bo- Dean Kane. Yeah. The fucking the fucking the fucking cat the fucking story writes itself. It does. How dare y'all. You you sorry <sighs> pieces. Get A twenty four on the phone. We gotta flush out rice on the plane. We need one more plot line and we we got it. It, it is this is this twenty twenty four's Cause that's when it's gonna come out. It's twenty twenty four is crash. That's all we got. It. That's all. That's how we. That's how we tell people what it is. So who dropped the rice? Because <laughs> they're gonna be looking around. It's gonna be some Asian couple. They're gonna be like, "What do you? Oh, oh you think it's me? Because I'm Chinese." We're addressing racism and uh, Asian lives matter. <laughs> Perfect. It writes. It writes itself. itself. But what if it was? It it, it can't be. It's them. Jonathan Majors. His character's <laughs> the one who dropped the rice. And in the comments, they said it was the lady that they was doing the interview. She was the one who dropped the rice. <laughs> Jonathan Major's character. It's always Jonathan Major's character. He dropped. The also, rice. that's what you're saying. It's always him. He so he is guilty. I got Look, you. Man. Look at you putting another black man in jail. Mm. You don't need to put your own people. <laughs> oh man, you got anything else for us, man? No, nah, man. I, I mean, I had. I just had the the Afro man story, but we kind of talked about that shit. But he filed it. Was there more? Did, huh? Was there more to it? Nah, I, I he just, just filed the run for president. You vote, Larry Elder. Shout out Larry Elder. Mm-hmm. Let's, hopefully, we can get him on Government Name Podcast. We can get him on the show, talk to him, and see what his plans are for for the presidency. It can't be no worse than what we got, bro. It definitely. I'm telling can't be you, worse. man, Larry Elder, man, we can go with him. He's the only choice. But why? He's the only choice for 2024. Why, why him? Because he's not going to raise taxes. Like, we got a Kennedy that's willing to vote, run for president. I'll vote for Kennedy. Robert F. Kennedy. Larry Elder. Nah, he, Kennedy got my Larry vote. Larry right Elder's now. all about business and none of the bullshit. Look at you. You ain't even got no substance. <laughs> you talking about business and no bullshit from Larry Elder. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. He was part of Blexit. You gonna have, you got an uphill battle. <laughs> keep selling, keep going. Just hey, keep trying. He did come to he did come to Birmingham with uh, Candace Owens for Blessed. Like you know, Blessed had a tour. Did you just say Candace Owens and you want black people to vote for him? Okay. <laughs> they came. They came to Birmingham. Ask, ask your girl would she vote for Larry Elder? Hell no! I want to. I want to continue to kiss her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hopefully she don't. No, she gonna take out that rage room on you. She don't listen to this episode this week. <laughs> oh, she definitely gonna listen to it now. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to her. <laughs> you like, here you go. Check out. I'm gonna give us a timestamp too. Hey, <laughs> what do you think Hayden, about this? Hayden, Hayden, I'm just Hayden, man. I'm trying let to keep me, you straight. Live, goddamn you. I wouldn't do you like that. Let me live, goddamn. Shout out Larry. We gonna yeah. get Larry Elder on the show. Look at that. <laughs> Shout him out, man. I don't. I don't endorse Good. this guy. Hey, hey, hey. It's okay. It's all me. So I take. Hey, I take the bullet. I take the bullet. <laughs> no, too many other people get shot. That's what. That's what I am talking about. Too many good black men are out here getting shot senselessly. 
<laughs> if it ain't society, it's, it's... One more thing before we leave. I don't know if you've seen All this right. shit or not. Y'all got to chill with this AI shit. You just see these pictures of Martin Luther King with her edge up? <laughs> no, I've been to now, though. <laughs> they got Martin Luther King with a line up. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but that shit fucking hilarious. <laughs> they got pictures. Coretta ain't going. Got, Ooh, they, Coretta couldn't stand a they chance. They got AI artwork with Martin Luther King and his line up. <laughs> well, he would look like in 2023. I said, man, when I get to here. I can't find it. What did you uh, see it on Twitter? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find that picture before we go. I, I, you got to see this shit. Why they keep doing this, man? Why they keep <gasps> Hold on, let me see. defecating oh, on Martin Luther maybe King? Maybe I can do Martin Luther King. And, uh... Oh, hell no. I ain't seen that one. It's one with him <laughs> it's one with him with a hood. Like, he had a hood on and he was, like, in a crowd. <laughs> and he had a lineup. <laughs> Oh shit! Damn it! Nah, I can't find it. Oh man, them pictures was hilarious, bro. I said, "Why y'all keep I'm doing glad. this? Why y'all keep doing this to this man?" Nah, it ain't even bookmarked. They probably erased them all. I was like, "Man, y'all in this AI, bro. Y'all gotta chill out, man. Y'all gotta chill out with this AI, bro. Y'all doing too much. Y'all doing way too much." Yeah. Well, I think we've done enough for this week. Until next week, y'all, this has been the Government Name Podcast, where we are your checks and balances, social commentary. Make sure you get into our DMs and emails and send us information. Make sure you rate and like the show on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. And Google Podcast. And Google, whatever you listen to it on. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a rating and share it with your friends. And if you guys get a chance... We're taking stories. If you guys got stories to send us, we want them. We want to read some of the stories that y'all do some of the work for us. We're lazy. So send us, <laughs> send us some stories and we want to read them on, on the show. So we appreciate you guys fucking with us and we'll Yo. catch you next week. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. Radio.